Hello and welcome to the Bull Mountain Brothers Podcast with your hosts, Ramsey Rutschke, Riley Rutschke, and Sean Morris. What is up, podcast listeners? This is Riley and I'm with the boys. How are we doing, guys? What up? Doing pretty good. Another week down. Here we are again. We're headed full steam into what seems like March already. Mm-hmm. Kinda. I mean, I guess it is only like it's the well, ninth. shit. It the feels ninth. like it's springtime outside. Oh, I know. Mm. It's brutal. It's not good. So much for ice tank. fishing this year, huh? Yeah, it was a short, short season, short lived. You know. But what's weird is like last year it was like, there's never going to be an ice fishing season, and then it like showed up. And then it was like really good. Well, February, I mean, Did December. At, yeah, we went in December and it was what, 13 inches on bear? Yeah, but I mean, like through December, at least on this side of the state, it was like 50 degrees. And I mean, even in the middle of January. And then as soon as February hit, man, it just fucking. I know, and this year's like opposite. It was like super cold till like January, middle of January. Yeah, and I mean, the forecast looks like it's going to be in the mid 50s for two weeks. So I, I wonder. Yeah, so we had to bag our. Um, Ice fishing tournament, huh? Yeah. Big bummer. I guarantee you that we all get an email from them. I mean, could be a day in advance, could be a week, you never know. But I was able to get my refund on that cabin, though. You were? Full refund? No. We kept $10 of it, but... Let's Mm -hmm. go get your $10 back. (laughs) I'd be like, I gave you a fucking two... Where's my money? (laughs) You could. Yeah, that was definitely short-lived. Yeah, that sucks. It's a bummer, but I mean, what are we going to... We can... I mean... It's not like we can't still fish, you know? Yeah, we're definitely going to go fly fishing, 100%. Oh, yeah. Clean up our little little plot of land in Red Lodge a little bit. Dude, that might be like a new, um, like, little, uh, what am I trying to say here? Hidden gem? Dude, I was not really... like a hidden gem, but, like, that little plot of land just might be, like, our little, like, Co- or weekend, little, like, getaway yeah. when we need to, when we have nothing else well, to do. Well, is, is Warren thinking about putting a cabin on it? Dude, we should. I think we should put a tiny home on it. Yeah. Like, one of them, uh. We'd, like big sheds with like a door on the front and a porch. You could just build bunks in there and then. Yes, I mean it's definitely going to be like a. I mean, it, while we're out there, we might as well bring a chainsaw and, and oh, some dude, weed the, the Milwaukee's always in the truck, dude. Dude, I think it'll be good. Like, and go find a tractor room or something and build a nice fire pit there. It'll be a good time. Yeah, and I was telling Ram- Ramsey, I was like, you know how fun that'd be just to bring a skidster out there and just <laughs> blow shit up for a day? Dude, I bet with a skidster you could probably like get to the other The other side's swampy. That's why there's nothing over there across the creek. So how how many acres is it? <sighs> I think it's just shy Maybe two? Of maybe. One. Still a good, good chunk of land there. Oh, yeah, especially like where it's at. Like My parents' house in Billings is like not even half an acre. Yeah. That's less than that. I have over. I have three quarters of an acre. Well, I know, but mom and dad's yard is plenty decent for our dogs and stuff. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, it'd be cool if you could utilize the other like seventy percent of the property. So does it get like a pond, or is it just swampy? It's just swampy. Like, well, and my like, thought was, like, if you dug out the actual little stream that runs through there and put a culvert in. You, it probably wouldn't get swampy. I know. I think it would because there's a irrigation ditch at the, uh, like up higher. So I think that's where you're just getting the floodplain. Hmm. I think it'd be a, it'd be a sweet sweet getaway spot for sure. You could even build it on stilts. Too. Yeah, build it on stilts like right across the bridge. So you like walk across the bridge into the cabin. Yeah, that'd be sweet. That'd be tight. 
But like, think about this, like from dude, it's almost a year round property. It's never going to get really snowed in. No, because that's a HOA. So they plow those roads. So like anytime we're just like, dude, like any of us are like, there's nothing to do. We just jet over there. Because there's fly fishing opportunities or skiing close to a lake, skiing. I mean, and then the, the city life over there. Oh, yeah. Well, that's a good town. It is. We had a lot of fun. <laughs> Plus, you could, like, stay there and, like, do a trip into, like, the Beartooth or something. Yeah. Seriously. I kind of wanted to elk hunt the Beartooth. I mean, have you heard? Have you heard we have before. Uh, is where Ramsey shot that really chocolate horn mule there. The one that was in the old podcast studio. Oh. He, uh, after he shot it, there, remember him telling, you didn't tell that story, did you? You told the, uh, I told the bigger one. You told the bigger deer? Yeah. So I was like sitting there with this elk, or sorry, with this deer waiting around, kind of half. Well, I, let's tell, that's a good story. You should tell it. Tell the whole story. Well, that's your second biggest deer. Yeah. So put the mic in your mouth. <laughs> if I can hear myself in the fucking headset, I can. You sound beautiful oh. now. I actually like listening to your voice for once right now. Well, anyway, so we hunted all this BLM and forest service land all day. I don't even think we saw deer. No, it was mostly forest. And because, like, I don't know, we had this opportunity back in the day to where <laughs> I'm not trying to hijack it. I'm just saying. Well, I, I guess I have a question. Is it. Either sex for elk up Yeah, there, it is. And then either sex mealy. But it, I, I would guess it depends on where you're at. I don't know about mealy does. Just, just bucks. Where we were at, you could hunt either. That's why we were up there. And is it a lot of national up there that you just... Mm, well, we were mostly on... Uh, see, that's what I was getting at is... We used to be... Well, Ramsey's probably still friends with him, but we used to be friends with a guy that had a cabin right on the Stillwater. And like... I mean, I don't... I'm going to give up too much information without like telling him who this guy is, but his like ex his wife not ex his current wife um her family used to be the original owners of the mine up there so they have like they own like a whole fucking whole fucking area so we would like hunt we were hunting like his property but then it was like all the stuff that was butt up against national forest but the elk were up on the forest land it was a weird spot it was like prime elk and deer country and like the foothills and then where we were at we're like more in the mountains like there's literally bighorn sheep like right next to where we're at mm. And you had to go even further up, which is even weirder, to get to this big flat spot up there that they, they had been seeing elk in. And we didn't see any up there. But I wonder if we should just, like, make a make a weekend during archery just to go check it out. I mean, it's a short drive. Well, not even archery. I would just say, like, this summer, there's the Stillwater provides a lot of good go fishing. Hike up there, we, we could go fishing and then be like, hey, let's go hike up here. But, I mean... We're going to string ourselves up pretty far here, guys. We have so many fucking spots to hunt this year. We do. Will you find... Anyway. Uh, we're going to refer to the one one property as PC. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, I think we have a lot of... Uh, what do you want me to find? Uh, the access. Like an access point to get to the National Forest up there. Oh, we already know where it's at. It's up at the top. It's up above the mine. And it actually goes all the way over to the boulder, which... I mean, couldn't you get all the way to the big timber from there? From where we were hunting almost? It's actually really cool. We could go camping up there too. But it's not that far because you're only going past Absorky and up in there. But is that like, uh, That's like by uh, Rosebud. 
Well, yeah, that is basically the Rosebud area. Yeah, like the Rosebud Lakes or whatever, East Rosebud. But um, hikes up there before. That's a that's a cool area. I think I think we're gonna be pretty busy running around PC. Um, Hopefully, I think I got it. I think I got it strained down. Would be nice for sure. We'll have to I get. Mean, the thing, we'll I have guess, to get on a conference call to see. I guess the, the way I'm, I'm thinking about it is like if we're, you know, Ramsey and I are in town. Mm-hmm. You're busy guiding. Mm-hmm. We don't want to go to the belt. We don't right. want. We don't want to go to Narnia. Right. Short drive. It is a relatively short drive. So I don't know. I mean, I feel like it. You're probably best chance for either sex. Fuck that. Ain't, that wouldn't work either because you have to draw a tag down there. That probably is one of your closest places for either sex. You just need to hit up the guy that was supposed to be on our uh, After Dark last week and have him show you around that area. If he's not busy doing guys, <laughs> he stuff. probably wouldn't tell you anyways. Anyway, back to the story. Oh, yeah. We'll go back to the story there. So we hunted all day. I mean, we put we put a lot of miles on that general. Yeah. And well, it was like, uh, how much snow do you think was up there? Out of the top. So you had to use a side-by-side to get up. Probably mm-hmm. six or eight inches of fresh snow. Yeah, to get to, like... See, this is... this is, Sean, these are tall mountains. These are, like... Oh, yeah. These are, like, fucking serious mountains. Oh, yeah. I got pictures I can show them. Yeah. When we were at the old mining town. Yeah. But, uh... Um, so, hunted all day. Didn't see a goddamn thing. We're coming back down the road to the highway. And... His property runs both sides of the river, and across the river, here's this group of mule deer. So we pull pull up our binoculars, like, "Hey, deer!" You know, we finally found some. Hey, Ramsey, were you um, were you you? I can't remember. We weren't really like really targeting deer at all. Were no, we? no, we were definitely elk hunting. And so we look in there, and there's this stud four by four, like decent, yeah. Decent four by four. At that point in our lives, it was a stud mule deer. Right, right. And uh, so I was like, yeah, let's definitely find a way to get over there. So we go back to the cabin and we're walking, or we drove the ATV to the closest point where we knew we wouldn't spook him. And then. Well, you're leaving out that you went with the landowner, and then me and the other, the buddy that was with us. Went looking for, like, we went and sat a field for elk. Right. So you were by yourself with the landowner. Right. So we got across the river. We hiked to where we we found the does, and we're sitting there and sitting there and sitting there. and Never saw this buck. And the first one that we saw had real normal, you know, kind of whitish horns. Well, all of a sudden, out walks this 4 by 4 and it's just this dark, brown leather dirt color buck and it was even bigger than the first one we saw and i was like yeah i'll shoot that one and so we finally get a shot and i shot it dropped on the first shot walked over to it and took pictures and everything and he's like well i'm gonna go get the four-wheeler and i'll pull across the river so then all we have to do you know we'll throw hip waders on and pull it across the river and get back onto the property. I mean, like, cause you have to put some insight here. You're six, five. Right. And the other guy's like, what? Five, five, seven, four, five, 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 somewhere in there. Not a very big dude. 
And uh, so he goes back, and I'm sitting there by myself, and I'm kind of kind of slowly gutting it and stuff. And I look up, and right on the hillside, right above me, about 75 yards. And I left my gun back at the cabin, by the way. You sent it with Shane. You didn't leave it back because you shot the deer. You sent the, or sent it with he Shane. Took the yeah, game. He took the guns, yeah. Anyway, I didn't have my rifle. All I had was my 10 millimeter pistol because we're in bear country, so I'm not going to like go anywhere without my pistol. And I look up the hill 75 yards away, two cow elk just walking right above me. And I'm like, <laughs> of course. And that would have been your first elk, too. That would have oh, been crazy. Yeah. If you really would have played that correctly. That would be a super cool well, story. Here, I'm going to say what I'm going to say right after you tell them the second like interesting part about this. Okay, so I'm like, well, I'm in bear country. I'm going to kind of like move move this deer away from the gut pile. So I grabbed it and I dragged it about 100 yards. And I don't know what was going on. This dude was, was taking a little while. I think he was trying to find his hip waders and was struggling trying to find them. Well, I'm sitting there about 100 yards away and I look over. Dead to rights, there's a bear sitting on my gut pile, eating away. Seriously? Yeah, 70, 80, 100 Black, yards Black away. Bear? I don't know, because it was dark. So I'm sitting here, like, looking at the river, and it's what it had to have been. It was chest deep at that point. Well, you no, can, I'm you saying can get... what time of year it was, because it was cold as hell. Oh, yeah, it was November. It was the first week of November. But so... you, could, you could get across it, but if you went across the wrong spot, like, you right. could have been up to your neck. So, had it been a black bear, had it been legal shooting light, and had I had my rifle, I could have had your biggest deer. My biggest deer. At that point. My first elk and my first bear. <laughs> All in 20 minutes. <laughs> but you were so you were stoked about the muley in the first place. But. Yeah, and I was shitting my pants because I was an unidentifiable bear just munching on my deer guts. <laughs> and so, I'm sitting here trying to make this decision, and I'm like... At the time, I didn't know that a gutted deer would float. And so I'm like, this thing's going to sink to the bottom, and this is just going to be a miserable drag. Pull it out into the water, and it just comes up to the top. It was like dragging a five-pound weight. I was like, oh. So I dragged it across the river. I'm like, I'm not getting eaten by a bear tonight. And then they finally showed up, and I'd already had this thing across the river. I'm soaked from like... You went just in your pants? Oh, yeah. Pants and hiking boots. How deep did you get? Belly button down oh, on me. shit. And I'm like, F- this. You know what's even crazier about that? Where he drug that deer across, like some of the best like fishing in that part of the country. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like right through, like, because we went back fishing again. Same spot. Okay, I got a story to tell right after this one. You keep going. And, well, that's kind of about it. I drug it back to The prettiest and... cape I've ever seen on a deer in my entire life. Oh, yeah. Well, so I wasn't quite done gutting this deer when I drug it away. <laughs> And then when the bear came over, I finished gutting it, and I went right through the cape and ruined the cape. But at that point, you're like, you weren't. I was like, like you weren't. You didn't have the money to do a mount anyways. You're right. just depending on if dad could. And I was just thinking, like, well, I had my antelope by then. I don't know, but I just remember, yeah, like, we hung antelope. it in the tree to to hang that night and cut the head off of it because we didn't want something to eat it. Like we just, I just remember looking back. I'm like, that was quite possibly the most beautiful mule deer cape I've ever seen in my life. Had this big, dark unibrow all the way across. I've never seen another deer like that. We ended up running into a GameStop on the way out and they said that deer was seven years old. Really? Yeah, he was an old guy. Six and a half or seven. How'd he yeah. taste? Uh, well, that was actually the first... Uh, see, you, you were wrong. Your biggest mule deer was not the first deer that you and I butchered together. That deer was. 
I'm pretty sure. Maybe. I don't know. It all kind of runs together anymore. Yeah. But, yeah. So, that was that was that hunting experience. That was a good time. Sounds fun. Honestly. But, yeah, that, that same... Minus the part where I thought I was going to get eaten by a bear. <laughs> it was a good time. But what's crazy is that same cove. Like, literally, that, like, three-quarter of a miles of, like, slow river right there is the same place that we went fishing that one time. And at this point in our lives, like, I'd always give Ramsey shit because he'd be like, every time we, like, wouldn't be with him, he'd be like, dude, caught, like, 17 fish. <laughs> it was never that exact. <laughs> I, have, I have been in that same. Caught, I just caught a 30-inch fucking brown trout with my cock. Now, did I tell you, did I ever say that on the on the Walt Tank Chronicles about you this, might have. this guy on the fucking boulder? Yeah, this has been brought up before. <laughs> that was a legitimate fish, though. No, it wasn't. So we split up, right? And it was me and my buddy Cole and then Ramsey. And Cole and I went up because we're like, dude. No, it was I, Josh. No, it was Cole. It was definitely Cole. Uh-uh. 100%. I never went with Cole. I can. Uh, let's call him right now. It was definitely Cole. You, Josh, and Cole. Went. I will say, though. I will say, no. too, about... Yeah. About nah. my story is that guaranteed is a uh, Nick. Nick can definitely attest to to <clears throat> that that story being true. By the way, it was a fish. No, it wasn't. Did, do you remember that story? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. Wasn't that your fly rod that he broke? Yeah, you? it was. It was my. Oh, it, no. See that that was my fucking Saint Croix. Literally broke that Saint Croix last year. So that's why, like, I've gotten it warranted. But they sent you a brand new pole. They sent me a brand new one, but it broke again in the same exact spot. But and no, mine broke in Rock Creek. No, the the pole itself. Yeah, so I bought a TFO. So fuck that thing. Except I'm probably going to get it fixed again and give it to somebody to use. But anyways, so we're like, Ramsey. Because so, I know it was me and Cole. I promise you it was me and Cole. We, I was like, dude, I know where all the rainbows are at. So let's go up um, to like try to catch these big rainbows. Ramsey's like, I'm going to stay down here and pull the streamers. So I said, okay, Ramsey. But you need to take pictures of these fish if, you're gonna, if you really catch one. And... Sure shit, he sends me a picture. He did catch one. So we can't believe Ramsey may have some honesty. Jeez. Josh is the other one tagged in the photo that I took from that weekend. God, I swore Cole was there. You, Cole, and Josh went on a trip that I didn't go on. And then I went with you guys the next time. Do you remember Josh caught like... Well, Josh caught a really nice rainbow. He caught like eight grayling, and he was like, these are negative one point because I hate... No, they're not grayling. They're white fish. They're white fish, yeah. Uh, But I know um, Josh and I and the landowner went, and Josh caught a really nice rainbow, a couple rainbows, and then the landowner caught uh, big brown. That was the brown I caught. Oh, yeah. And he he put his pole in there, too, so we couldn't think he just took a Snapchat or took a picture off of uh, the internet. That was the pole that uh, Uncle Cliff gave me. Really? The cherrywood one? Or? No. I had a cherrywood fly rod that was like 50 years old, Sean. Fucking Ramsey broke it on the horn. You broke it. You sure? Yeah. Ramsey's got a bamboo one. That's that's worth, those are nice poles. It's like $1,200. I've never used it. I would never. Still would con- you know still those old like bamboo metalists? You ever heard, no. seen those? Because like, like, the metalists made the reels, and then they made that bamboo rod. They're so cool. Have I never showed you that rod? I don't know if you have. It's super pretty. It's got that real light tan. Yeah. And it's like an orangish rod. They have really good flex, though. Oh, it does. Yeah, well, this one's like six it's years so old. It's so old that where you push it together is metal. 
Like it's a metal insert that goes into the metal hole. Yeah, right. those are those are sweet rods. That's yeah. definitely not a. I'm never gonna fishing, use it. Ha- you know what's gonna cabin. be cooler than that? When I get my birthday present that I've been begging people for. Yeah, no, I don't have the money for that. The four of you can combine your forces and get for, me. What is it? He wants a spay rod. Yeah, but there's a limited edition one right now. It's purple, and I want it so fucking bad. How much? Four hundred. What? Yeah. Or have them buy it for me. I have to buy the reel. So I'm going to do a purple rod with an orange reel. It's going to look really sicky. my two favorite colors. I wish you could get purple fucking line. That'd be fucking sick. I guarantee you someone makes it. Probably. Why don't you but I'm getting that in preparations for our early March steelhead trip. Because mm. I want to. Can't wait till I'm the first one to catch one on it. On a spay rod? Yeah. That's fine. I'll share it with you. That's the plan. I don't know, I'll just have I'll buy the blanks and have Sean build it for me. Guys, we have gone right. the Bear Tooth sent us on quite the tangent here. Yeah, dude. It did. Why don't why don't you uh what why don't you recap a little bit of our, our last spurt of uh twenty twenty one hunting season we just did? You think that's gonna be our last one? I think so. I've considered the possibility of like just jetting over there Sunday morning. Sean's in laws and parents are in town, so that is rough. I bet if you were back by ten, no one would bat an eye. Dude, we got to we got to get Sean for as much of this sheetrocking as we can possibly get this weekend. Yeah, I doubt he comes and does that either. Not, not to say that he's chained down or he's pussy whipped. He's just <laughs> yeah, but he's just a good dude. But at the same time, if your in laws and shit are in, I understand. Yeah, but that's if what we want to if we want to have the studio ready for a fucking. Our first guest next week. We got to do something here. Just, just uh, make it square and tight joints, and that'll fix the rest. <laughs> We're gonna wing it. Yeah, I think Warren J would help us. Yeah, we'll bring, we'll bring the legend. I'll bring. Down. Actually, I'll bring, we'll have Garrett. Oh yeah, shit. Garrett oh, knows. I'll how bring. To I'll bring all of the tools you guys need. Oh, we don't mind. So you're not in for fights and poker then on Saturday night? I don't think I can make oh, it. Big bummer. I got. It's her senior night. Wow, oh, well, that's definitely that's yeah. something you should definitely attend. I'm walking. She should definitely. She should definitely really? attend yeah. that too. Wow, that's big for you. Yeah, that's big. That's huge. Wow. Like walk. Like what do you mean? Walk out with her for the pictures. Oh, are you gonna propose again? I don't know if that's how that works or not. <laughs> oh, I thought you would like steal the steal the uh, the ambiance. She says no the second time. Come <laughs> on, get the fuck off the ground. <laughs> oh. Uh, no. Okay, she, yeah, but we'll get a into cool it. Chick. So, no. unless Ramsey and I make it out this Sunday, just him and I, we did go shoulder hunting Sunday or Saturday. If that does happen, I'm going to send you so many pictures of no elk. I know. Nah, man, Ramsey and I get it done. We'll probably have the best like going. <laughs> we go up there and there's like 700 elk. We're like, uh, sorry, sorry, Sean. Uh, I'd probably call you and be like, hey. The Guess thing what is, I'm looking at right now. The thing is, Sean needs needs like an elk in his freezer more than we do. Because we can make it till next year. I got quite a bit of my meal deer left from 2020. You need to get after it because that's been two years. Year and a half. Yeah, but I think I only got like 10 pounds left. We should get, we could definitely I could definitely give you some elk. 10 pounds in a week. We could definitely get Sean <laughs> some like elk out of the freezer. Well, I went up there the other day and I don't. 
If we want to make it through the rest of this year, we should probably quit giving it away. Oh, is there not much left? Uh, there's probably... I know, it's kind of funny how you're like, well, we shot two elk, and it's like, that's a lot of fucking meat, but first of all. we've been eating the absolute shit. I know, and that's like, you're like, well, that should last us a while, and then you like get in, like you start eating a bunch, and then like you think you have quite a bit, and then people are like, hey, dude, we'd love to have like a couple pounds of hamburger and a couple of steaks if you wouldn't, like, we'd love it. Like, yeah, I mean, shit, that's part of like, that's part of hunting. Like, I want to share it with people that I can share it with. And then you go and look at the freezer, and those two elk are like down to like a quarter of an elk, and you're like, uh, what? <laughs> I'd say if you gauged it by the trash bags that we got it in, which I think mine had five and yours had three. Yeah. We're probably down to about two and a half. Mm. We have quite a bit still. But what I'd like to be able to do is to save a lot of the elk for, um, we still have every package. Like when we go on fishing lines. trips and stuff, we can like use the elk, the ground elk for, you know, pre-cook it right. or marinate some steaks. Like, so we don't have to, like, if you think about, <clears throat> or let's, let's shelf this conversation till after the shoulder, but I would like that. This is a topic I would like to talk about. Are you guys down for that? Sure. Okay. So shelf this conversation, the shoulder hunt. Um, well, I don't think I should explain it as much as like. Well, I think Sean and I should, because it, it was realistically like, like Ramsey got us there, but like Sean and I experienced the situation, and then I guess Ramsey kind of hopped in. Yeah, I was just chilling in the. But region. we went out to our private land spot that we hunt these cows for, and the last I want to say three times we've gone out, we've been skunked. Absolutely not one. Well, elk. when me and Sean wall tented it. We saw, what, 30 bulls that one day. Right, right, right. We've talked about that. But what I'm saying is, like, legitimately full days. Like, it's been at least three or four full days since you've seen elk. And we had planned, like, uh, I don't know. So it's weird to do shoulder season because you kind of devote your whole fall to hunting every weekend. And then once you get to, like, December, January, February, even with, like, like, I mean, you have enough hobby. You may want to go ice fishing and shit, too, so you don't want to go hunting every weekend. But let alone, like, your significant others and family, they're like, well, you just went hunting for, like, four months, five months. <laughs> five months, like, can you not, like, go every weekend? And so, like, I think the three of us kind of decided, well, let's just go, like, once, like, the beginning weekend of every month until it's over the 15th. Mm-hmm. And so, Ramsey's buddy had actually shot a cow in the, the same area Thursday last week. Or Wednesday, Thursday. So we knew that they were in the area. And we started off, we got there. Actually, Sean, you might want to tell what happened in the very, very, very beginning of that morning. Before we even head on the head got in the truck and headed towards the property. Oh, with the meal there? No, no, no. Uh I'll just tell it for Sean. When you got to when you house? got to my house. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh well, I guess I can start it by Friday night. Um, after the gym, I told Ramsey that I would call him that night. So I call him around 8 o'clock and didn't get an answer. And, and then I went to bed two hours later or whatever. And I was like, well, I haven't talked to him, but we said we were going hunting. So and he we talked at the beginning of the week, and he's like, "Let's." we were planning on meeting out there between well, me getting to your guys' house at 6, 6.15. Mm-hmm. Which and, is perfect. That was that was the plan. Yeah. And so I just get up morning, make the coffee, whatever, get dressed, take off, and I'm driving out there. And every single time this year 
that I've drove out there, I call Ramsey on the way mm-hmm. and, or he'll call me. And so as soon as I basically got on the road on the highway, I was, I, I didn't get a call yet. So I was like, Hmm, call Ramsey. No answer. Called you. Your phone went straight to voicemail mm-hmm. and I went, Oh shit. So <laughs> then literally the entire drive there, I just, called Ramsey and hung up because or when I went to voicemail, I'd hang mm-hmm. up and I just kept calling him and calling him, calling him. I mean, and you know, I get there and I haven't heard anything and I'm like, these assholes are still sleeping. Is it kind of a relief though when you saw the ranger on the trailer? Well, normally what happens is when I get there and take that road, You're late I see headlights. I see headlights on and I'm like, okay, this time I didn't. And I'm like, oh shit. And so I get there and I park Walk over to the front door, see Riley passed out on the couch, <laughs> and I just sit there and I start banging on the door for ten minutes. And I got Riley to nudge his head a little bit, and then nothing. And then I was like, well, "I think I got that double. I got that. What do you call that porch? Uh, like a mudroom. So yeah. I got two d- double doors, and I think I like barely could hear you pounding. And I mean, I was just sitting Especially there, with the sm- stove going right there. smacking on the door and the only person that noticed i was there and i was surprised because your dogs didn't bark and that was my goal was to make enough noise because i thought they'd be in your room so i was make my goal is to make enough noise to make Jaden and, and teal bark mm-hmm. and the only one who noticed i was there was was uh norman mm. he was sitting on his laying on his, sleeping on his and little cat bed and oh and the neighbor i had a conversation with your neighbor that morning really yeah and so nothing norman gets up and he's just staring at me through the door and i'm like all right norman come come on come on open the door let's make let's <laughs> let's ha- make this happen norman probably looked at you and he's like nah, nah. <laughs> and i guess for some reason i had the idea in my head i was like i bet you they left their screen door unlocked mm-hmm. and so i walked all the way around sure shit doors unlocked walked in there smacked riley right on the chest said you going and he would kind of gave one of the what the what the hell I yeah. woke up to Sean standing over me. I was not prepared for that. <laughs> and then, of course, I Good proceed, thing I had some clothes on. I proceed to uh, walk up the stairs. And this is the funniest part of the story is I think Ramsey hears me coming up the stairs. And as I'm midway through his room to where his bed is, he gets up and he goes, oh, what the hell? None of my alarms went off. And I sit there and I'm quiet for a second. All you hear in the background is, eh, 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 eh. Yeah. And I'm like, What? It's been going off this whole time. Yeah, that this whole week's been like that for him. He he's been sleeping through his alarms. Sleep apnea, man. Silent <laughs> killer. And then but, yeah, finally was, got him up and But which is funny is there's been two or three times that Sean was a little Yeah, late. Well, what about opening day? Can we talk about opening so, day? Well, we won't get into that, but it's funny. Oh no, no, no. We're getting into that. I wasn't late late to opening day. So I was 10 minutes. We weren't late, late either this morning. Like we did good. I think what helped us uh, this last Saturday was Sean was there early, like a good, like a good early. I got there like six ten, I think. And I think because yeah, you were in my room at six thirteen. Like we had everything loaded already, which we no. don't usually. No, I was, I was legitimately banging on the front door for ten minutes. Well, you got there earlier than that because which neighbor? Which did, neighbor came over? Young guy or old guy? No, across so the if street. You're, yeah, cross street, but like not the, the the trailer, not the actual house. Yeah, he was is the kid that drives at seven three. Oh, he came cousin, out, or second cousin or whatever? No, he drives a 6'7". This is one of his roommates. Yeah, he came over and, or he didn't come over. He got went outside and turned his truck on. Uh-huh. And that was in the middle of me just banging on the front door. 
And he's like, what are you doing? I was like, trying to wake these assholes up. And he goes, oh, okay. <laughs> and then, yeah. But it's... Anyway, so opening day, as Sean said, I always call him, make sure he's, you know, same reason he calls me, make sure he's up. I call him and he's like, oh yeah, we're in Acton. And I'm like, it really doesn't sound like you're in a vehicle right now. I was in the gas station on 32nd. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's pretty like, close, though. No. I think you were about, what, 20, 25 minutes late? No. Did you get there in the light then? Yeah, we got there in the light. No, it was still dark when I got there. But the well, last time we, we went shoulder there. hunting together, the three of us, it was light out by the time. And I don't remember if that was because we were talking to the landowner or because we were legitimately late. Yep. Both, probably. But we got there in the dark, well, darkish Saturday. No, anyway, on that tangent, we went back to the shoulder hunt. <laughs> so we go in, we have this routine that Ramsey does. I always say, cue the Ramsey Ranger flip. Flips around. Which it just started from shoulder, too, just to chime in. Yeah. It's such a we've good place never, to look I know, though. we've never done that before. I don't know why. I don't know either. Because how much shit you could bust out of there that you never know. That was, I mean, that was a good call. That, that was my birthday and, weekend. And right? it was so random. I was just like, let me flip around right here. And then. We pulled up our binoculars, and this is the first week in the solar season. I pull up my binoculars, and you just see a line of elk walking down. It was a good day. Oh. Well, and it's funny because when when Riley says the Ramsey, the exaggerated Ramsey turnaround, he exaggerates it more and more every time Riley says that. Mm -hmm. Because the last time, he did a full 360 and then came back. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, it, it it realistically is for where we know the cows come in. It's a good spot to throw the spotter up. It really is. So, but Ramsey's been piloting this this new ranger we have to get it into these spots, and then we'll we'll go send the boys off on different hikes in different areas for, um, I don't know. We've we've hunted this place so many times now that we know exactly where to look for these. If the elk are going to be there, where to look? Well, <laughs> well, I tell you what, that that little jaunt I did towards the end of your story that you're about to get into, that was more or less like a a track meet for me, right? <laughs> Well, let's get into it. So, um, we go to the spotter spot, nothing, right? Which we're getting used to seeing because since your little elk running walking across the flats, we haven't seen shit up there. I know. If we don't so we go it, in. If we don't get it done, Sean's birthday weekend, it's just not going to happen. <laughs> well, we have a we have two different ways we get into this special, the special, basically the like the one third of the property that holds elk consistently. And so we used to be just one way. Because we didn't know about the other way. We found out this year to get it in there. So we go in what we would say is like the back route. Because it's like the easiest way to get in there to where the elk, you know, you're not going to spook them back onto the, you know, other you property. You stay above the coolies instead of going through them. Yeah. And uh, we kind of go through all of our little spots and shit. We don't see fucking. Actually, we got to the gate at the one of the huge coolies. And we saw a mule deer finally. Mm-hmm. Like all the, like... <laughs> Probably a third of the mule deer that we hadn't seen all of hunting season last year. There's like two or three bucks in there. Got a p- pretty cool little uh, phone scope. Like, I'm getting pretty good at the phone scope, dude. It's on our TikTok, isn't it? No, it was just on our Instagram stories. It's mm. gone. But I'm excited because I'm like finally figured it out. And I think like when we start filming next year, it's going to be on point. I have some good videos. But anyways, so we go through the back area and we're not seeing shit. We're going through all our little secret spots. Hiking into a little spot, hiking into this little spot, nothing. So we go down, drop down into what we call the dead end spot. 
basically where you got to turn around and come out. It's like kind of a big long uh, canyon, I'd say. Yeah, but it's like a it's a shallow one. Like it's not like you're. It's too big for a coulee and too small for a canyon. Yeah, and there's so like whatever a creek. you want to call it. Ravine. <laughs> there's there's like a, a creek that runs through it, and you get a, like kind of the trail goes right along the creek down to the bottom where the fence comes across. Which until the water froze, we didn't actually realize <laughs> how much water was. Yeah. Down in yeah. There. Well, and you found a shed in there last year, and after archery season, that's where Ramsey and I found. There's like all the scrapes on that property, like down that one big huge shoot. I mean, there's obviously some by the solar well. That and, and the black bear, even during rifle season. Yeah. So. And we always used to joke for years that we were going down there. It's like, man, we always come into this like one like, and there's no like, no one ever goes back there, like, like there's never humans back there. And we're like, God, why is there not like thirty, three hundred deer and elk? And, and, and the craziest thing is, the last two times we've been out there, there've been decently fresh snow. Uh huh. There's been a highway mm-hmm. of elk tracks. That oh go yeah, through there. unreal. Like ten foot wide, straight like. I'm not talking like a track here and here and here. Like it's moving like, cattle across. It's the like the it's like the elk took snow shovels and fucking dredged out. Like there's so many elk going through this property, mm-hmm. and so we get to go down this uh, what we call the dead end, and we're coming down, and we get to the very end where the fence, and we have to turn around and walk back up, and there's Ramsey's like, dude, there's a cow right there, right on the freaking edge of the hill. Like we were kind of we were so we're in the bottom, basically in the creek bottom. And looking up on the ridge line right next to us, about like 150 yards maybe, he spots this cow and she stands up. And, you know, at this point, Sean is basically going to take the first shot just because, I don't know. First of all... It'd be his first elk. It'd be his first elk. And, I don't know, Ramsey and I, uh, I don't know. It would just be fun to take a turn like that, really. I mean, it doesn't really matter. Any of us could shoot one. We all have tags for there. So he posts up. And he's got it like literally the easiest like post up on this log, easy shot. And I'm like Sean, I, I don't think you should take it, dude. Like this cow, you you pull because I hop out and I'm gonna cover because I don't want to chase cows all over hell. So we're gonna we're gonna put this cow down. And I'm looking through my scope, and from where both of us are standing on this this log that's coming across, it's all blue sky. The completely. only thing that wasn't skyline was her hooves on the yeah, ground. Yeah, completely skyline. And I don't know, I just made it like a judgment or I was just like, and Sean and I kind of talked about this later. And it's like good that we didn't take this shot because it's like we would have spent the rest of the, like, let's say worst case scenario, you may miss that shot. Like you're just going to think for the rest of the day, like where did that <laughs> shot go? And I just, I don't know, I've been in that position. Some friends would probably say take the shot. Some people would not. It just, I would honestly say that was the most skyline shot I've ever, like, had in my scope. Like, I've I've had antelope down at another spot where they'll be, like, on a on a hill with a, but there's, like, somewhat of a backdrop or there's rims or something. So, you know exactly, mm-hmm. like, even if you're going to miss, like, you're not going to hit anything. And like, there was nothing taller behind her either. No, no trees, nothing. And, I mean, even, like, the hills you know, 600 yards behind her, they're not taller than what she was. So that thing's just going to, you know. Well, and, and she saw us before we saw her. So she was planted for 10 minutes quartering at us. And so the best shot we had, well, you could have probably put a front, like a quartering frontal on her mm-hmm. and put her down. But I don't know, man. I just, <clears throat> I made the judgment call. Those two agreed. There was a little bit of uh question from from them to me. But ultimately I suggested that we just wait to see if she'll step literally two feet to the right 
or down. Because mm-hmm. if her chest sticks out, you know, if her, if her side profile sticks out to where you can make a nice educated vital shot with a little bit of backdrop, I'm comfortable with that. That one just, I don't know. It wasn't, it just didn't feel right to me. Meanwhile, <coughs> I jet around trying to go left on her to get a shot into the hill she's on. Right. So basically you would have been like trying to get a shot literally right below her facing the hill. So there mm-hmm. would have been a backdrop. Yeah. And that was a worst case scenario because it was all old dry snow that you guys could hear me. And I was trying to tiptoe mm-hmm. and it was just, you know, it'd crack and it's just that noisy ass snow. So I was trying to pick my dry route going through. And I mean, it was good for a while. And then I like, cause I mean, this was, at least 10 minutes of me moving while she was still there. Oh, yeah. She didn't move. for That was the shittiest part. It's like, man, this might be our last opportunity to, for a cow this year. Mm-hmm. And she didn't. We, I'm watching an elk at 150 yards just sit there. Mm-hmm. And I got to a spot because I was basically dodging trees. Or not dodging trees, but using trees going around. Because for a while there, the first probably two minutes, she had eyes on me. But she wasn't really, like, looking at me. She kind of, mm-hmm. like notice and then look back at you guys and as soon as i finally got behind a tree line i had five minutes of me just moving as fast as i could through the tree lines because so she i mean she could hear me but she couldn't see me mm-hmm. and and then i got to a spot where it was just it was open with one big tree in the middle and it was just all snow cover and i was like i seriously debated taking my boots off mm. to try and be quieter and so I just moved through as fast and quiet as I could. And then I was literally 10 feet away from a shooting lane on her. And I saw her kind of rear shoulders. And then she didn't even like basically elk out of there. You know what I mean? She just took a step, turned around, didn't even trot, just walked away. And so I basically just took off as fast as I could left to keep her, keep her away from cutting in front of us. Uh-huh. And then you, you went up, right? Riley well, went up. Ramsey took off after, to find to chase you. Yeah, and then basically I boogied because I knew on the other side of the hill that she crossed it was just open, and I was like, if she goes east, I'm gonna have a shot in mm-hmm. a clear open field looking down on her. So basically, I just hauled ass, got on top of a hill, was glassing, and then I turn around, I see Ramsey about 400 yards behind me, coming towards me. And then, I mean, I thought I got to that hill fast. Because there's, with her speed that she was doing, like, how fast she was moving, there was no way that she crossed the plane in that open area mm-hmm. faster than I got on top of the hill. Because, I mean, that's like 800,000 yeah. yards almost. And so the whole time we were just thinking she cut, you know, south and went into the hills. So we just checked the hills the whole time. And then, of course, we end up taking that road on the other side that... Well, I went way back up and cut off all the way up to where they would go back to the other property, and I never saw her again. And I met you guys at kind of like a cut across, Mm -hmm. and we never found her again. And then you guys even, I took you guys to another spot to look, to hike for, and we never caught tracks again. We We didn't. We we got tracks one more time, but that... They the, the snow was not consistent to, to try. Oh no, it was her. Yeah, we well we caught her crossing that on that on the road seven eight hundred yards across that plane that I was telling I was thinking I was going to mm-hmm. catch her on. Right there, dude, I should have saw her. 
I mean, it was. I mean, she was probably on the other part. She was probably the on only the- thing that I have to say is if for some reason she heard the ranger or caught wind of one of us as fast as you can move. Oh, they would. Yeah, she can move four times faster. But the thing was, is but when- she could have gone east too. You guys just never think about that because you don't see elk over on the east, the east side. But we found her track straight south. Yeah. Well, heading south, south? southeast-ish. Heading south or how, heading west? Well, it's kind of southwest. Do you not remember when I stopped right before we got out? Yeah, kind of. Kinda, well, and then because we went way back. Yeah. Up in that one spot well, where we've never been. And then before. her tracks didn't look like she was running. They were just. Like she had a little speed to her, but it wasn't. Yeah, it was a trot. So, so I, yeah, that was that was a disappointing way. I, it seems like a lot of elk seasons when they end like that, you always catch like this, like, and it keeps that drive for next year. Oh yeah, you keep the like. I'll, I'll tell you that year that I shot that bull with my bow. It was like two years ago. That really nice six, and I lost him. We went out the the last weekend and we got snowed out, and we just decided there was like a foot of snow overnight. So we basically had to pack it up because when you're at the cabin, like you cannot get out if it gets muddy. So if it's a little bit frozen, you got to haul ass out or you're going to get stuck for four or five days out there. And so we're leaving and to get to leave, you go right by where we were sitting, this natural crossing, right? And we're going by and the 400 inch bull that we've been chasing all year is sitting right in front of where we would have been sitting, just standing there looking at us. And I was just like, that's just that's just literally how it is, oh. dude. And the same with this trip is like we had this opportunity. She she stared at us at a hundred like she might have been closer than 150, dude. She was close. Mm-hmm. She was close enough I could get a good video with just my iPhone zooming in, which is like that's close. Mm-hmm. Um, just the, uh, I never hunting, got the ranger on her or the rangefinder on her. It was just the hunting god's way of testing our uh yeah. ethicality. Yeah. I, I'm I'm to this day I'm still happy. I'm I'm still happy with um the decision we made oh, together. Yeah. yeah. It was a good decision. So well yeah, that was awesome. We'll uh we'll maybe get out one more time. If not, that's probably our wrap on big game till uh I don't know what August maybe. Mm-hmm. September. So um I think we'll get into what some couple segments here. Yeah, yeah. Right, cool. So we will uh we'll be right back, folks. It's time for some trivia. Welcome back to another wonderful week of trivia. Guys, are we going to have a little more uh, classy session of trivia this week? Or you guys can you no, guys contain Sean, yourselves? Sean's going to be a little bitch I'm, when I I'm, whip I'm, his ass again. I'm cool, man. I'm cool. You got to have ice in your veins, Sean. That's how you're going to come back here. Uh, is it two to one? No, it's three to one. No. So, Sean, I want you to no, it's three to one. I promise you. It is. It is. So, I want you to look at something, Sean. If you lose tonight, that puts you at the halfway point. That means if Ramsey, so you'd be four to one, mm-hmm. you're gonna have to make an, an absolute four 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 game run, yeah, to tie Ramsey yep. and go into overtime. Yep. So you need to win. If you lose next week and this week, it's over. Uh, We're not gonna make the ten weeks. Okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. no pressure. Okay. <laughs> um, Ramsey, any thoughts for me again? Is there ducks? Uh, that's I can't reveal the categories. Uh. So, do you think we need to do rock, paper, scissors, or a foot race? <laughs> I think Sean should probably just go first. Sean can go first? Are we are we cool with just taking the first choice here? 
Or do you need to have a battle to decide? No, I want to. I want to rock paper scissors you. Best okay. Okay. Three. Rock paper scissors shoot tie. Ramsey's up. Tie. Tie. Let's go! If we're, if we're going based off of rock, paper, scissors, I think Sean's won every week. No, I won. I think I won the first two weeks. Okay. No, I won the first week and then I won in the corrupted. Oh, I'm, a, I'm a rock, paper, scissors. Sean, would you like to go first or second? Uh, second, please. Ooh, bold move. Mm. All right, Ramsey. What are we starting with? Oh, that was rough. That was I mean, a real what mic what noise. Are we starting with? What do we always start with? NFL, I'm sure. <clears throat> NFL it is. And in the spirit of the week, the Super Bowl is this Sunday. Mm-hmm. So we will have Super Bowl trivia. Mm. Super Bowl category. Here you go, Ramsey. Who made a Super Bowl appearance and halftime show during the 2021 Super Bowl? Sorry, say that again. Who made a Super Bowl appearance? Uh, basically, who was the halftime show last year? Oh, God. I just watched the video literally today. That was best moments from the Super Bowl halftime shows, but I don't remember. Was it two people? Uh, this is asking for one person, mm-hmm. the main person. Oh, shit. You have 10 seconds. Was it the weekend? It was the weekend. Holy cow, good for you. Sean, did you know that? No. I don't Wait. ever watch halftime shows. I only remember because he was doing like his like album release and his thinking, face was covered up in like What's remember? the guy's name from Maroon Five? Oh Adam Levine, dude. That was I was a... thinking of Adam Levine. Dude, this year's is gonna be you should watch this year's it's gonna be Snoop sick. Dog and Eminem and Dr. Dre. It's gonna be good. It'll be a good one. You know it's the it's not gonna be the best one until they have Metallica on there. <laughs> Often never never can't hey beat, copyright <laughs> can't beat uh can't all right beat Michael Sean. Jackson though little Billy Jean all right okay thought this was okay what most recent year see I think we did this question already did we do what the last time the Saints won a Super Bowl no okay yeah I don't think we did. Did we? I think we did. What? It was 2013? No, you'd be wrong. 11? No. 10? Yes. Fuck. <laughs> uh, I'd like to steal. We're doing a different question. <laughs> Man, this is a... It's the year after Katrina, wasn't it? What team... You ready, Sean? Yeah. What team holds the record for making the most Super Bowl appearances? I gotta go New England Patriots. That is correct. One to one. I was seriously every time you ever. That's talk, like a two out of ten question. What the yours was pretty easy too. I mean, it was last mm. year. But it's not really football based. Are you, do I want to call you SJ right now, <laughs> Sean Junior? With your fucking complaining. All right, here we go. Next round. This category, new category, brought by popular demand from one person in this room. We have the elk. Oh, is that me? Yeah, that's you. Oh. With your duck bitching. There's no ducks this time. Good. Okay. An elk's main beam can be anywhere from 40 to 60 inches. What is the first tine closest to the head called? Are you kidding? It's G1, isn't it? Wait, are you? is that you? Yeah. First? Yeah. 
You're thinking way too hard. No, he guessed. That's a that is an answer. Is that a guess? Yes. All right. Yes. You did. You did say it was a guess. It's got to be the brow time. It is a brow time. You fucked up. I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up and see if that's another name. Here's your here. See, this was actually a multiple choice question. No, he can't go back. Bez, Trez, Royal, Brow, or Sword. It is definitely the brow. Okay, Sean. Okay. So Sean is up two to one. Okay, this subspecies of the Rocky Mountain elk, native to coastal forests and mountains throughout the Pacific Northwest, is called what? Roosevelt elk. Three to one. I'm still contesting this. How? You can't contest it. You What's have the no G1? Power. Is it the next tine over? That's not what we were asking. No. We were asking what kind of tine it is. Yeah. That's like, it's a brow tine. That's like measuring. I see what he's saying, though, because he would it technically... you it, when, you me, when you're when you measuring, you don't put down... Right. Brow, and if you yeah. spot, talk about... G1, that's G2. one horn. Yeah. I said... The first tine closest to the head. We I don't, mean, okay, we don't need to get into it. We don't get into it. This How is, is that to, not a correct answer? This is gonna have Ramsey, to be. It's a vocabulary thing. It's yeah. not. It's not a. You were wrong. It's okay. This can be up for debate. It is a, in the comment section. No, that, I lose the point because well, it's a bullshit question. No, it's not. You're not doing that. We could make it two to one and just. No, well. we're not doing that. Right, I think it's three to one. That's, that is a bullshit question. I don't have any other elk questions, so sorry, you're out. Mm. The, Just know that this, if this is a loss on my end, the jury, point, the jury has spoken. Hey, Ramsey, now you're acting like me last week. Just yeah, calm you're being down. a real bitch. Just calm acting down. like you every week. I don't. Okay, here hey, we are. Hey, hey, Ramsey, something. we are on to. Hold on, did I do? Trout. Trout is the next category. Okay, what is a male rainbow trout called? A bull. A buck. Fuck. You fucked it up, buddy. Yeah, it's it Sean. A buck? A buck is it. <laughs> Four to one. Ramsey, you have a lot of coming. Hey, and you can't get mad at that because I did the same fucking thing to you like week two. Ramsey, you have to get these you have to get all of these to, to come back here. Native to Wyoming. And really there's tributaries all over the north. I guess a G one is correct, but I don't know. I don't know like what to do in the situation. I would get the point, would I not? Yeah. So it'd be three to two. It's three to two, Sean. I mean, I guess that was I was going for brow time, but this literally says G one refers to the first point on an antler location of the, the first brow time. Okay. I mean, is that fair? Sure. I'll take it. Three to two. Sean's no. up three to two. No, he's gonna be all pissy because I was right. Native to Wyoming. And like I said, tributaries up into Montana, and this is the most popular version. I need specific. Am I on, who's who's answering this question? Me. Sean. I need specific. Like it's not like this is a brown trout or a rainbow trout. I need the specific name of this fish. It's a trout, and it, okay. So I'm going to read this whole question based on the Wyoming version. But I want you to know that this fish is in Montana, native to Wyoming. This trout is found. In a lake and river that shares its name, what is it called? And it, it's a say the last part of the question again, sir. Native to Wyoming, this trout is found in a lake and river that shares its name. What is it called? 
I have a guess, but I don't think it's right. I'm going to go red trout. Nope, that's not it. God, I literally have no idea. Just give, I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a trout. This is the trout category. West Slope Cutthroat. Ooh, it is actually the Yellowstone Cutthroat. Wow, trout. that was a close guess. Which is a trout that you've I caught guess, before. I guess the dumb mm-hmm. thing that I said is a red trout's like a species of rainbow, so it's like... Because you were probably thinking like... Uh, I was thinking super specific because you yeah. specified specifically specific. Well, I know, but Yellowstone River, Yellowstone Lake. Yeah. You know? I got it. Tough. Yeah, tough tough go. I'm there. Sean's still up three to two. Ramsey, you're first, right? Mm-hmm. We're on to movies. Where were the Lord of the Rings movies filmed? New Zealand. New Zealand is correct. Sean. Yeah. Which actor... And this is multiple choice, so I have I have the four answers. You got to choose the right one. Okay. Which actor was in the following movies: The Outsiders, Wayne's World, and Tommy Boy? Tom Cruise, Matt Dillon, Rob Lowe, C. Thomas Howell. Matt Dillon. That is incorrect. Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe is correct. Really? Yeah. He's uh he's like the he's like a really young guy on Tommy Boy. I can't remember what he does in that movie. Oh, he's the, he's the stepbrother. He's the stepbrother, yeah. And then in no. the Outsiders, he's like the one of the main greasers. He's uh he's not Who the hell is he in Wayne's World? Isn't he like a villain or some shit? Yeah. Anyways, uh what are we at? Ramsey has taken the lead, Sean. It's 4 to 3. This is a good one, guys. You guys are getting much better at trivia. We have one more category left and it's chain restaurants. Chain restaurants. Ramsey, you can take the win with this correct answer right here. Which restaurant is famous for its Grand Slam on the menu? Now, these are chain restaurants. This is like Applebee's, Chili's. Well, I wouldn't have just... I didn't give you the answer. Well, I know it's not Applebee's or Chili's. (laughs) Is it uh, is it IHOP? Oh, it is not. It's Denny's. Mm. It is Denny's. For all of the marbles, this is the last question of trivia, Sean. If you answer this correctly, we will be going in. You'll be winning. I will. If you get incorrectly and Ramsey gets it incorrectly, we'll be going to overtime. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's see here. I feel like each question just gets drastic. Like each category gets drastically harder every other. Like first question's like a five out of ten usually. Next one's like an eight out of ten. At least. Yeah. <laughs> but he swaps it sometimes. Sometimes the first one's way harder than the second one. What restaurant chain has commercials with the slogan "Eating good in the neighborhood"? Eating good in the neighborhood. Do you know this? Do you know it? Why are you laughing? Do you know it? I don't know if I know it, but... Eating good in the neighborhood. Is it a Waffle House? No. Ramsey, for your chance to win. Is it Applebee's? It's Applebee's. Seriously? Yeah. Eating good in the neighborhood. Your local Applebee's. I've never heard that. Before. I knew. I knew they always did something with the neighborhood because it's all over their memory. Yeah. Their, wow. Like, what a menu. what an electric game, Sean. That's a tough loss, though. 
that puts you down four to one, and you really had this game in your hands. You gave it up at the very end there. Mm. Well, there's a point given to somebody else, but you know. That's okay. I I but I think in this this situation I'm it was justified. Just <laughs> um, you know, like we had a what was the week that we had to like redo all the questions because there was a bad question. Was that last week? No, that was yeah, like, it was because it was the turkey question. Oh yeah. yeah, that was that was a flub, and that was a flub on my end. This one having two correct having two correct answers is tough. There was like seven correct answers for what? You read off a bunch of names for it, or was it multiple choice for which one? The one today, the brow one. Yeah. No, I said one. Oh no, I said. The original question, here I'll read it to you. An elk's main beam can be anywhere from 40 to 60 inches. What is the first time closest to the head called? And they gave five options. You had to correct, hit the right one. So it wasn't like there's different answers. It was Bez, Trez, Royal, Brow, or Sword. And Royal and Sword is the same thing. Hmm. Which would be your tallest time, but usually your G5 or whatever, but... Tough go, Sean. I suppose. I think you need to do a lot of uh, really some soul searching going into next week <laughs> to, to re- regain some momentum or else Ramsey's going to take it next week. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'm I'm a, I like to. Uh, he likes to play it from behind. I'm a comeback guy. He also <laughs> likes to take it from behind. Too, oh, my so. God. All right. We're, we're moving on. Uh, we'll catch you on the next segment here. It's time for Sean's No Shit or Bullshit. All right. Well, so I've changed it up a little bit this week. Hmm. Interesting. A little bit. I just feel like it was very unorganized and spontaneous and quick. Well, you you changed it to six each, correct? Yes. So now what it's going to be is three truths, three lies for both of you. So 12 different statements. uh, and then we're going. The winner is the, the who gets the most, right? Down. Yeah, the winners who who gets the most, like the best score. Okay. Um, and I think Ramsey's up one zero right now. I do believe. Yeah, because we tied. We're I'm one zero and one, and you're. I'm zero, zero, one. I'm one and one. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so you guys want to rock paper scissors? Who goes first? Mm, I'm good with going second. All right. All right. So Ramsey, you'll go first. Ramsey. The music from the band Rush has been used in more video games than any other band slash musician ever. God, I'm a huge Rush fan too. (laughs) Just coming from like the type of music that they sing, I'm going to have to say that one's probably true. True on that one. Okay. Okay. Riley, you ready? Yes, go ahead. An adolescent owl is called a novice. True. True. Okay. Okay. Ramsey, get into it. A ladybug can give birth to a pregnant ladybug. (laughs) 
sounds too ridiculous to be false. We'll go true on that one. True on that one. All right. All right. Riley. Yeah, go ahead. There are more trees on Earth than stars in this galaxy. False. Okay. That's an easy one. There's fucking there's, so many stars. There's an infinite amount of stars in the galaxy. Wait, in our galaxy? Yeah. Just our galaxy. Mm. In our galaxy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm still going with our stars. Stars are more. Ramsey. Bad Out of Hell. Written by Meatloaf. Was only written after an argument they had with Ozzy Osbourne. God, what do you give me three truths in a row? That seems so specific. True. True. Okay. Riley. Yes, sir. The Eiffel Tower has Braille. Engraved in each of its legs, spelling out the sp- the French motto. Um, how many truths have I done? Two. You have done one truth, one, one truth, lie. one lie. I'm gonna go truth on this one. Truth, okay. Has to be. Ramsey. It's too cool. I mean, you're at the bottom and you're blind. And you just start rubbing the the Eiffel Tower. It makes some total sense. About seven percent of all humans who have ever lived on the Earth live on the Earth now. Say that again. About 7% of all humans that have ever lived on the earth live on the earth now. That's got to be last. Yeah. I'm going to say false on false. that. False. Okay. What do you think? Think about that. Riley. I fucking just. All right. So glad we get the ASMR of you crinkling paper every time you change it back and over. Sean, we're going to go when we're moving the new studio. Sean will be digital. Yeah, I will. No more crinkling. The laptop here. You gonna bring yours, Riley? Some turkeys can spontaneously impregnate themselves. That is false. Okay. What's he got? Turkey dick. So you, (laughs) Ramsey, you have answered just to get a little follow up here. Ramsey has answered three truths and one false. You have one false. One truth and two truths. Okay. Vikings never shot flaming arrows at boats with their dead on them. They actually rammed into them and sunk that way. How the fuck would they know that? I'll say false on that one. False. Riley. One of the rings on Saturn is made purely of silver. Dust. True. Ramsey, so you have three truths. And two falses. Okay, so you're going to have to say this one's false. One 18-inch pizza is more pizza than two 12-inch pizzas. (laughs) I feel like I'm confident saying that's false. Okay. Riley, so you have two falses. And two and three truths. So you have to say this one's false. Oxford University was founded before the Aztec Empire. False. Are you guys set on your answers? 100%. You good? Okay, so I'm going to go through... I'll go through uh, Riley's first. Okay? Riley. Turkeys can spontaneously impregnate themselves. It is, it is true. 
And it's like I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put a asterisk on this. This is Google. Okay. So if anybody out there is a freaking turkey specialist and they're looking at me calling me an idiot, this is just facts off of uh, Google. I, I just want to know how they can do it. I don't. I I was. I Are they just long enough? They can just like bend it back in. I could put, let me pull it up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. How, I don't know if that's how that works. I have quite a few turkeys, and I don't want to say that I've seen a turkey dragging on the grass. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little far fetched. Is that my only law? Lo- is that my only missed one? Um. Yeah, I'll pull that up at the end here. Anyway, uh, Riley, Riley, fuck, you are false or you were wrong. There are more trees on the Earth than there are stars in our galaxy. See, here's the problem. That was the only one I was confident in. <laughs> <laughs> there. So it's like they said there's like 400 billion stars in the Milky Way galaxy, and there's like four trillion trees on Earth. That's good, though. I mean, we need the trees. Yeah. For yeah, oxygen. Definitely. And, uh, and Riley, you were, you were wrong again. Um, Oxford was founded before the Aztec Empire. When I said false on that, I was like, this has got to be like, this it has was, be true. The Aztec Empire was, found, was 1428, and Oxford University was 1096. Wow. So then you were wrong on all three of the ones on the back. The, the rings of Saturn, that's total bullshit. Um, an adolescent owl is not called a novice. So he got all of them wrong. Yes. And then the Eiffel all Tower right. does not have Braille. We're looking good. I just need to get one right. <laughs> wow. I really, uh, I might just go home. Okay. Ramsey, you were wrong. 7% of all humans have ever lived do live on the earth now. That's so crazy to think. I know. It is. Earth's been around for fucking a long time. I, there was like there was a number. I'll sh- I could look. I'll show you all this. And then okay, go ahead. You were wrong also that an eighteen inch pizza is more pizza than than two twelve inch pizzas. Mm-hmm. That seemed like an easy one. We should probably start just getting two twelves then. Uh, You're on a diet. And let's go to the back here, Ramsey. You uh, you were wrong. The music from Rush is that was total bullshit. I made that up in my mind. You better hope you get this Ozzy Osbourne one right. Ramsey, uh, Bad Out of Hell was not made because of Ozzy Osbourne. So did I get them all wrong, too? Uh, no. Really? All right. The Vikings one is false, and you put false on that one. And then you also put true on a ladybug, and that one is true. You lucky son of a bitch. You get one right just to beat me? No, you got two right. You got two right. Okay, well, if you get one, like he said, if you get one right, you're going to get another one right. Theoretically. Yeah, Ramsey two o. Wow, I gotta find this turkey thing though because I'm really curious. <laughs> it doesn't sound right, but all right. I didn't re- listen to this one. I was gonna do this one, but I for Riley, but I didn't. Nintendo was founded in 1889. Would you have guessed true or false on that? It's true. Oh, of course, you say that. Let me find this turkey. It's true. Turkeys are notable for their ability, rare amongst higher species, to reproduce asexually. Huh. Yeah, the their embryos a, can grow without fertilization. It's going to be like a bird thing. Of a male, female turkeys are known to produce fertile eggs. The individual off, produces often sickly and nearly always male. Hmm. Getting all of our turkey information in. Yeah, you notice why I did two bird questions for Riley? <laughs> <laughs> and he got them both wrong. Yeah, those are dumb birds, though. Okay, you had turkeys in two of your trivias. Yeah, my trivia had nothing to do with turkeys fucking themselves, so. <laughs> uh, that was a little better questions, I'd, I'd yeah, say. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. It's a good time. Yeah. 
Alrighty. That was fun. Those were good segments. We didn't get too heated this week. Um, I'm quite afraid no, that Ramsey kept kept his lid on this time. You did, yeah. Okay. I sometimes I worry just a little bit. We share, you know, not that this is our audience direction, anyways, but I do get from the forty to fifty to sixty year old female audience that we may say the f word a little too much. But I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm just playing. Um, no, this this was good, guys. You had a real tight trivia. Was that from our mother? Yeah, it was our mom. Yeah, it was. <laughs> she she really uh, she just doesn't get the podcast thing at all. But it's fine. We love the support, anyways. Oh yeah. So let's uh go right into the fact that um couple couple housekeeping things. Um, first of all, thank God. Next week will for sure be a amazing first interview. We're so excited for it. Mm-hmm. Kind of the reason that our last three podcasts have been pretty just the, the us three boys just doing what we do best because we've been preparing a lot for this interview that's coming out. We're going to, we're so stoked for it. We've been working our tails off to get this new studio done. So we have a really good uh, place to bring our guests. And uh, I don't know, it's been, you know, it's good to have a little bit of difference of voices in here, isn't it Mm, boys? So we'll get, and this is going to be like, this is gonna be very, I don't know, more professional. Um, I don't know. We're just excited. It's gonna be really cool guests. I think everyone's going to really like uh, what this guest has to offer. So that's for next week. Um, cool thing in we just got our uh, sample prints in for our embroidery stuff so stay tuned the hats mill drop hopefully before march soon um and this is really kind of a cool thing that's i don't know if we, we want to talk about nah we'll leave that for a surprise surprise um but yeah the hats are coming soon um as always ramsey uh little reminder of what the, the giveaway just for those in case they haven't heard about it. Hmm? We're doing a podcast if you were not to, <laughs> if you were not remember. I'll do it. I'll no, do it. No, I'll no, do no. it. Redo that what you just said. Well, I was just saying, Ramsey, we're uh, just a little boom, boom, boom about the giveaway. Just we have oh, yeah. about a month left. So with what is today? The ninth. So a week, uh, a month, month, month and a, a day. week. Yeah, a month, month and a week. And a week. We will be drawing for our turkey raffle. We still have plenty of tickets for anybody that is just now tuning in or hasn't gotten one from us yet. Um, all of our contact info is on the website, bullmountainbrothers.com. Uh, all of our socials, you can direct message all of us. Isn't it bullmtnbrothers.com? No. That's email. No. Oh, that's what... Um, oh, sorry. Excuse me. That's what we've been... Contact us on there, blbullmtmbrothers.com. Yeah. And if that's too confusing, just go to the website. Or Facebook and just DM Facebook, us. We're Instagram. we're always we're always waiting for the DMs. Sean's Sean's always just ready for ready for a good DM. <laughs> What's a DM? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or at least social media guy. <laughs> um yeah, it's it's a... Uh, I know turkey hunting isn't like a super popular I, in our region. I mean in if, our region. I wish I completely wish we could sell these in like all over the United States, because you know how many people would just like, we'd have these tickets sold overnight. Oh yeah, but and and it's, I don't know that it's easy to shoot a turkey in Montana, but no, I don't think it is either. I think we just need to keep, uh, we have it ready. The tickets are for sale. Come get them. Guiding experience. I mean, come on. A lot of fun. Hang out with us. Yeah. Be on video. Be on a, 
be on a really awesome, well-filmed episode of Bull Mountain Brothers Outdoors. And uh, yeah, so just get it's, it. it's just our first big thing that we're doing, and we're just like super. Ex- I mean, we're of course. We're I know it's so hard for me to like it. to like be like, oh, dude, help us. This is our thing for like uh, like getting us started. You know, what I mean, like getting our camera equipment, getting our studio paid for. Um, cause it sounds like we're asking for a handout. We're not, we're, we, we, we purchased this with, with the, with the idea of bringing our listeners and our viewers an experience that maybe they couldn't have had, you know, in whatever situation they're in. Right. So, and it's, this isn't not going to be the, the first and only raffle that we ever do absolutely in any, not. any, you know, shape or form. W- would you say like a big part of our business is like to give back? Yeah. Absolutely. And the biggest thing I think I like to like people I talk to, they're like, Hey, I've heard about your podcast, you know, and stuff like that. It's the podcast is just the fun thing that the three of us go do. Mm-hmm. And it, we we're passionate about it and we put a lot of time and effort into it. But Bull Mountain Brothers isn't just a podcast. We're an outdoor company. Mm-hmm. And so right now it seems slow because our big thing right now is our podcast. And that's what we're trying to get out is this turkey hunt because that's the type of stuff that that we really want to like bring to you guys. You know what I mean? It's not like, of course we're going to keep doing the podcast, keep banging that out Mm -hmm. and always, you know, putting maximum effort into it, but we're an outdoor company. You know, there's huge things coming down the, you know, the pipeline for, for Beaumont brothers. Absolutely. And, And, and having content of other people besides ourselves is huge too. Right. And I think we kind of started this at a, uh, at a hard time to get our, like, I would say, like, hunting would be our big, big mm-hmm. content. August would have been, like, a yeah. premier time to start yeah, Exactly, this. and I think we started kind of a rough time. I mean, of course, we get fishing content, you know, whatever, hiking, snowmobiling, everything that we've thrown down your guys' you know, years that we've talked about. and But stay tuned with Bull Mountain Brothers, like, moving forward into 2022, because come August, it's going to be huge well, not even august i mean I, this spring with bear hunting and well yeah. I, I would beg to differ every single month like the notch is going to get turned another like another setting you know yeah and especially when our fourth partner gets here and we can really start having a concrete you know four of us getting together to make the best company that we can yep. uh the things that are limitless and like a big if we could say for like a company like what we stand behind is like looking out for others, you know, we want to be able to bring our friends into this, you know, offer them certain lines within the company. I mean, that's a whole thing coming down the road. I don't even want to talk about that yet. Like that's just a big idea of ours, but, um, but also just like, like, like with this Turkey hunt, like we went out of our way to figure out how can we benefit both a company that can stand, you know, the test of time and continue to grow as well as how can we help our community of listeners? And the first thing we come up with is spring turkey hunting. And we want to bring like, you know, I, I know there's, I know there's a lot of people out there that have never got to experience just a, an upper class, like, I don't want to say an upper and class, just a 20, really good opportunity. $25 for a guided hunt is about the cheapest you'll ever <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. And, and I mean, it's, I think it was just, it's just a good way of us, starting what we want this to be Mm -hmm. and so i mean we're just you know and and not only is it just the cool experience you know 
of hunting turkeys, but the property that you're going to be on is... Oh, it's beautiful. Probably one of the most beautiful properties in the state of Montana. Yeah, and like, you know, along those lines too is like, like Sean said, this is not going to be our last raffle. This is not going to be our last giveaway. Shoot, we were thinking, you know, of course, Montana has really strict rules on this. That's why I think there's not a lot of, like, I know there's like a ton of Utah, a ton of Idaho, a ton of like just hunting companies that are good in those, but I think Montana has a lot of strict rules and makes things difficult. But we'd like to give away guns and, and stuff, you know? Yeah. We want to be like the, I mean, like one of them diesel brothers, man, they give shit away. We want to do shit like, I mean, stuff that like we wanted. That we we could we you know like stuff that we couldn't obtain when we were younger and we were, you know, less fortunate with uh, our wealth, mm-hmm. you know, because there's a lot of people out there that don't have the same opportunities we do, and we just you know, we respect everyone and every kind of hunting. You know, of course, we're we really don't stand behind the poaching, running stuff down with vehicles. Um, you know, yeah, we don't stand what, behind that. At would all, you say yeah. redneck kind of way of hunting? Yeah. We don't stand behind that, but I stand behind like huge advocates of a fair chase. Fair, you know, we advocate like fair chase, but like we know that there's more than one way to skin a cat, and we really respect those guys that go ten miles back into the hills and do that. We we do that, and we do all kinds of hunting. That's why we respect it all. So it's like we love that. We also love, you know, if you need a side by side to get into a seventy thousand acre ranch to get to places that you can hike and glass and stuff. Like there's, you know, if you if you're a guy that sits a tree stand all day, you know, we, just, we want people to be encouraged to go hunting. Mm-hmm. Like it's a big thing to have a community of people that like respect each other and don't put people down because their way of hunting is different than others. Mm So, um, that's how we want to portray ourselves, um, with, you know, how we give back to our community giveaways, bringing our friends in when we can bring them in. Um, and and even with the podcast too. So we have the after dark thing totally just to have guys come on. Like, I mean, until we created this for ourselves, think of, think of one opportunity you've ever had to be on a podcast. Mm -hmm. Zero. And it's not like we're a big deal, you know. I mean, like, we're we're doing we're doing good. I'm happy with where we're at. I hope we just keep, you know, going up. Yeah. But I'm just saying, at the end of the day, like we have figured out how to put ourselves on audio platform. At the end of the day, it's cool for our friends to be able to come and enjoy that with us. So, little rant there, but uh, I don't know. We just like to. Uh, yeah. It was nice to talk about like what we stand for, and 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 like Sean kind of brought up just, um stay tuned yeah keep keep listening keep checking us out because we have a lot of a lot of awesome things man and it's hard in a world full of inflation and all the crazy things going on right now but um we're gonna make it work yeah definitely and uh and to wrap this up i mean seriously if you like you guys know us personally get a hold of us for for tickets Mm -hmm. call us whatever if you have our numbers and stuff like that if you don't and you want tickets facebook instagram Hit the website. We're, I mean, we're willing to come to you, buy those tickets, get them in before March 18th. Yeah, and if we sell all of our tickets before then, we will do an early drawing because we'd like to get you guys set up with our outfitters uh, as quickly as possible so you guys can just make the best possible uh, weekend, you know, take some time off, whatever you got to do. Yep. Um, and then, um, gosh, honey, you just popped something in my head and I can't think of what it was. Um. Oh, yeah, we'll be out and about a couple weekends in the next uh, month or so selling tickets, too. So if you're out in the community, look for us. Uh, hopefully, we got hats and stuff out by then so we can really be noticed. But if you know us, uh, like Sean said, get a hold of us. We'll, we'll come to you. We're not expecting um, you to come across city or come across state. You know, We'll come find you. Yeah, definitely. So, 
All right, guys. Thanks for a really awesome podcast. Um, I'm very excited for next week. So, um, Sean Ramsey, thanks. We have like a three or four weeks of uh, us just trying to figure out content mm-hmm. for uh, for just us three, just because things keep happening. So uh, next week will be real awesome. Hopefully, we're in our studio by then. Um, hopefully, we got some new ad reads coming out here soon. I don't know. Lots of big things coming up and down. And uh, stay tuned, everybody. Yeah. We'll uh, we'll catch you on the next one. See ya later. That's all for today, folks. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Make sure to download and listen to the Bull Mountain Brothers podcast. You can catch us on Spotify and Apple Music. Don't forget to check us out on social media for more daily content. Links in the description.